It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, Five Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Dave Caldwell. Dave, how are you? Very good. Pleased to be here. Yeah. Looking forward to the weekend. Final fight camp. Final fight camp. Um, how has your experience been so far? I know you've been here already, but do you know what? Like I, I love it. It's, when it's not raining, it's great. Oh. Um, I wasn't here last week for the Kid Galahad fight, but I was here for the week one um, when Lee Wood won the world title. Mm-hmm. And um, he was looking at the clouds and he was praying it wasn't going to rain. Right. And, and early on, it was raining. It was bad. But by the time the main fighters came on cleared up and it was great mm-hmm. but it's it's an outdoor setting but it's 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 great you know it mm-hmm. looks it looks different and you know most importantly the fights so far have all been in the main good fights to watch entertainment value so um so yeah uh, hopefully on, on saturday night got some good matchups hopefully on saturday night it, it lives up to its billing and, and it's another great night of entertainment mm-hmm. hope you price gonna be on this card tell me what yeah. preparation's been like with you guys do you know what he's he's a, a a joy to work with he's i have to say mentally as an all-rounder mentally he's the bet he's, he's the fighter with the best mentality i've ever worked with mm. you know nothing phases him nothing you know we was, we was expecting an eight, it was supposed to be an eight rounder for this but we just got told it's been cut to a six rounder water off a duck's back he's not he's not bothered he's got a big fight in three weeks after this He's not bothered about that fight, you know, whatever. He's got another fight lined up. Yeah, he's boxing in Leeds in okay. his own town in a, in a 10-rounder um, against a local kid that's 16-1. and one. But Saturday, he's fighting an Italian prospect, 5-0, and oh, three knockouts. They kept giving me opponents that are, you know, easy opponents, people with you know, losing records. I'm not interested in people with losing records for Hopi Price because he's sparring with people like... Jordan Gill in house, but then he has rounds and rounds with Leon Woodstock, who's super featherweight fighting for the British title. He's had rounds with with uh, Kid Galahad, who's just won the world title. You know, Reese Bellotti, who's boxed on this card. He's fighting good, experienced, quality men, mm. not boys, men. And he's doing eight and ten rounds with them consistently. So I don't need him to be fighting these little tune-up fights against guys that, that aren't going to test him, aren't going to ask right. him questions. Because then when he steps up to the higher level, which he will do, then he hasn't got that experience. He hasn't got that fighting experience. And this is why, you know, there was, you know, a few raised eyebrows from the guys at Matchroom saying, well, 
he's fighting in three weeks. You know, do you not want an easier fight? I was like, no, because his spars won't be easy spars. Do you know what I mean? Where, it, where it's just somebody just going to tuck up and that's not going to do anything for him. Right. So in preparation for a 10-rounder, you need to have those spots where you have to adjust in fights. And um, so this is, you know, it was. I thought it was an eight-rounder, so I've got Claudio Grande. I thought it's going to be a good fight. Um, dangerous fight, but I expect seven or eight rounds I expected Hopi to stop him um, but now it's a six rounder so it makes Grande's job a little bit easier um, the fight might be a little faster paced but it, it is what it is and you know I mean immediately when I saw the records I thought wow that's that's actually a good test because you know you know better than anybody that you know sometimes it's okay to have a padded record in the beginning yeah. you're just trying to get the rounds in but if and you look at Hopi's record so it's 4-0 and all, but I've picked guys that are uh, there to mm-hmm. give him questions you know we, we fought here last year at fight camp and he fought Johnny Phillips who was a lot heavier a lot bigger um, and we knew that, that was going to be a, a, a test for him physically because he's only a boy you know mm-hmm. um, and he handled that flying colours I'm wanting tests for him in fights because I see so like I said before I see so many fighters that have this padded record mm-hmm. and when they step up it's not that they're not good enough it's the fact that they've not they've not experienced certain situations in a fight. You know, somebody getting on the chest. You know, hope he's tall, long, so automatically fighters want to get on his chest and, and rough him up and tie him up and and make things more physical. Well, with Johnny Phillips, he had that and he handled it really, really well because we work on things like that in the gym. But in fight situations with eight ounce gloves on, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And he handled that. Mm-hmm. His mentality was was fine, and so that's a tick box, uh, a box ticked, and. You need different situations, you know, and and against uh, Grande, he's in there with somebody, you know, it's three stoppages out of five. Um, he he's got fast hands. He puts his hands together really fast. People say, oh, he's the height. There's always going to be a height difference with Hope. He's just under six foot and he's a super banter weight, mm-hmm. so he's always going to be the taller guy, or very, you know, very much so. But it's not just about. I don't want him just to be good because he's tall and he's ranger. I want him to be good all around. I want right. him to be able to fight on the inside. I want him to be able to nullify on the inside. I want him to be able to box on the outside, dictate the pace going forward, dictate the pace going backwards, you know? And these are all things, reason why he spar- I have him sparring such good quality opposition so he can learn. Mm. You know, you, you look at the fighters in America, you watch when people like Shakur Stevenson was coming through and the guys that he was sparring, Devin Haney was the guys that they were sparring. You know, over here, obviously it's different fighters, but still, you know, you, you're looking at kid that's 4-0 and is consistently sparring guys that are at championship level be it British championship level be it international European level be it world level kid Gallard mm-hmm. by soaking up and it's not just once in a while it's consistently sparring with those sort of guys along with the work that you're doing in the gym technically that's what that's building him you know right. so, so I don't need to put kid gloves on him and, and worry about oh, oh we need to make sure that we take you know, he's, he's only he's, he was 21 a couple of weeks ago he's only 21 he's only a baby he's only four fights in no he's a good fighter yeah. but don't get me wrong I'm not looking at putting him in with killers straight away mm-hmm. but there equal are fighters level. that no not equal level really? but guys that you would say like like Randy five five fights you know five wins three stoppages his next fight is a guy that's 16 and one you know 16 and one He'll be touch wood five and 0, 16 one. That's a that's a good step right. up, you know. But it needs to be step up to match his ability, mm-hmm. because you have to you have to allow him to express himself. There's nothing more frustrating. And all fighters, I'll tell you, they do all this great work in the gym, they're sparring 
top quality opposition, then they go in there and this guy just covers up after the first round. Mm. That doesn't do anything for them. And then all of a sudden they get, they, they, they build the padded record, like you say, the ranking goes up. All of a sudden they're in a, in a ranking where they're, they're going to go into a real fight and they get found out because they've not had real right, fights. exactly. Um, another guy I want to speak with you, there's two, actually two key topics I want to discuss with you before we um, finish this interview. I'm going to drop this on the floor because it's, I need to constantly put my hair over my shoulder. Yeah. It's a bit windy out here right now. Um, Lee Wood, yeah. you manage Lee Wood. Now, anytime I speak to Ben Davison, he's always going to go back to, well, you need to speak to his management team about this because realistically, you're the one who's going to say, what would be next for him. You and I were just out in um, Belfast, great atmosphere. We yeah, saw well, Michael yeah. Conlon become the, the interim uh, WBA champion. So being that Lee Wood is the regular, which we're looking to, we don't know quite yet what's gonna happen with okay, the super be title. Okay, be before you go any further, okay. uh, what I've got to say is Leo Santa Cruz hasn't fought at the, in the featherweight division, 126 for two, two and a half two, years, yeah. right? How the hell is he still the champion? How the hell is he still being... I don't care if he's got his belt. How is he still being spoken out and spoken in a conversation as though he's a champion? Mm -hmm. Two, two and a half years is, is, since he defended that title. Why? Mm -hmm. He's gone up, he's fought somebody else, he's got beat. So in that time, he's been beat. And in that time, he's not defended the title. So Lee has fought a guy that was top five ring magazine in the featherweight division. I think it was three in Kanzu, who was seen as the champion, right? Apart from the inactive champion. This is the bullshit of the WBA and these other organizations. So he's the champion. Mm -hmm. Why a week later are you, are you inventing an, an interim title? Mm -hmm. Why a week, after, a week after your organization has just had a new champion crowned? Why are you bringing out an interim title? There was no need to bring out an interim title. No need, because that belt is active, mm -hmm. right? So that's bullshit. So if I remember rightly, their inter interim titles came about because they wanted, if a fighter had a bad injury, that was not just out for a few weeks, but out for months, to keep, in order to keep the division active, they bought the interim. And then the interim champion, the interim champion then, as soon as the, the, the actual champion is fit and healthy, mm -hmm. they fight each other. Mm -hmm. And then the interim's gone, right? Mm -hmm. That's how it was supposed to be. But now it's just, oh, okay, let's just make this fight an interim. Let's just make that fight an interim. That's bullshit. Well, that seems to be the issue these days. And unfortunately, it's a very confusing too, by the way, to constantly be doing these interviews and then always having these new belts so, coming so up. Imagine, and so imagine you work in boxing, I yeah. work in boxing. It's confusing. It's, it's awkward having these conversations about that. Imagine trying to explain to somebody that you're trying to get into boxing. Imagine <laughs> you're trying to explain it to fans. Right. But there's no need for... And I'm not knocking Michael Cut. That was a great fight. Great mm -hmm. fight, right? But there was no need to make it an interim. If you want, make it an eliminator. Mm -hmm. Eliminator. Fine. Make it an eliminator. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Why do you need an interim title when a week before the title was fought for? It's definitely interesting, and you, de and you have a very valid point, because I think a lot of people agree with you. We're, we're all a bit confused. But nonetheless, he is the interim mm -hmm. WBA champion now and Lee Wood is the regular at this moment even though technically you know as we know he's the only active champion at the moment um, 
what direction are you guys trying to go in? Are you going to try to take the Michael Conlon fight? Are you guys, you do have, you know, Kid Galahad just became the IBF champion. I spoke to Kid Galahad and he actually expressed frustration because he's like, the WBA would never allow it. What do you, what do you make of that? So, first of all, I would, I would request and I would hope, I already have requested it in a, in a message and, and I know Eddie has as well. We've requested that Leo Santa Cruz is stripped to that title because mm -hmm. it doesn't deserve to be 126 WBA champion. It doesn't mm -hmm. deserve it. Mm -hmm. So, if you strip away that and there's just that, there's, there's, there's Lee as a champion and that's how it should be, then you can unify. Now, regardless of the situation of, of unifications or anything like that, Kanzu has a rematch clause because and the re when people get up in arms in, uh, about rematches the reason why there was a rematch clause inserted wasn't on obviously on our request Eddie's request it was Golden Boy he's a Golden Boy fighter mm -hmm. he came over here to defend his title in Eddie's basically in Eddie's back garden against a UK fighter so any manager is going to say we want a rematch clause right. because he's been out for 20 months he's traveled things things can happen if, if there wasn't a rematch clause and he was to lose his his title on a, on a on a cut or things like that that's harsh right so there's a rematch clause for that so they've decided but what, what i'm hearing is that they, they're going to invoke that rematch clause so there's not okay. a lot we can do if if they do if it all gets made official and everything but that's the initial conversation that out that where I've had with Robert Diaz, um, so if they want the rematch, then we then have to have we to have to match. we have to do the rematch. So what I'm waiting on now is when are they wanting it? Straight away, fine, that's it. At least we know what we can do. If they're saying, oh, well, x amount, you know, x amount a month, then we might slip in a voluntary first. But we have to see what what they want to do. Okay. So there's not a lot we can do right now because of that rematch clause. Mm -hmm. So should they have it let's say that's the next fight then we'll fight Kanzu and Lee will go and beat Kanzu again um, and then we will then sit down and see which way we're going to go right. but don't forget you know whether it's Kid Galahad whether it's Josh Warrington they're massive fighters they're huge fighters mm -hmm. for Lee Wood mm -hmm. and Lee Wood's 33 he's now you know fulfilled a, a dream but the next step is he, want, he, he wants the big fights, the biggest fights that are out there. Um, so, you know, obviously Michael Conlon's massive in, 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 in Ireland, in New York, you know, mm -hmm. anywhere where there's an Irish following. I'm I've got to say, obviously you, you've touched on it, I was there with that fight in Belfast. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And I've been to a lot of shows. In pissing the, rain. Piss, do you know what? <laughs> but, but early right. doors, early doors, when the preliminary fighters were on and it was still light, but it was pissing it down rain, not many people in the crowd, they were dancing in the back. Atmosphere was wicked. And then when he came out, that is one of the best atmospheres. But I went to his debut at Madison Square Garden, and I always said there, that is the best debut I've ever been really? to, atmosphere-wise. I think it was 4,000 people in, mm -hmm. in, in the garden, um, in their small room, I forget which mm -hmm. room it is. And, um, the Hulu Theatre, isn't it? I can't remember what it, it is. is. But, um, but yeah, that was amazing. So that is a massive fight. But if they want that fight, then for, for Lee to go and defend over in, in Belfast, there needs to be a lot of money on the table. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because right. he has other options. Josh Warrington's a huge, huge fight. Mm -hmm. you know? Kid Galahad, because uh, they used to train together and everything, that's a huge fight. So he, Lee's in a great position. Yeah, he is. You know? 
obviously now it looks like if we've got to do the rematch he, he's got to focus on that win that but then after that he's in a great position because every fight that's out there for him is huge mm -hmm. um david hay is making a return to the ring I, I, exhibition style yeah. i guess against his his good friend actually it's yeah. really good friend he's actually in greece with him right now <laughs> <laughs> they were just like having dinner and everything so this is quite interesting but they're going to be uh, fighting each other on the undercard of Oscar De La Hoya versus Vitor Belfort. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on all of it. Well, initially, when I saw that, I thought, what? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Aren't they friends? But what I will say is, is these exhibitions are like sparring. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like a sparring session. Now, you go in any gym around the country, around the world, two really good friends that spar, you have some terrors. They're, they're the best, they're the best spars, mm -hmm. you know? They just go at it and, it and it's brilliant. So in terms of that, it could be fun. But the way that I see these events, these, you know, uh, they're not real fighters. Yeah. They're events and they have a niche for people that just want to, you know, it's like when you go to a fun fair and you do stuff, you just go for fun. Mm -hmm. If you're going to these events, you're not going to go and sit and watch, you know, the, the greatest fights in the world mm. and, and things like that. You're going for a bit of fun, right? See it as it is. That's what it is. If you want to pay that money to watch it, that's what you're getting. Don't go and think, oh, this is going to be a great fight. This is going to be a masterclass. This is blah, 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 bullshit. It's just a bit of fun. And don't get offended by it that it's happening because a lot of other shit that's going on in the mm. world that's getting a lot of traction. It's a bit of fun. It's got a niche. Yeah. Just take it for what it is. And let. the thing is, these guys are making some serious money. They are. So you can't knock them because at the end of the day, how many people, if, if they was going to say, it could be your dad. And if your dad was going to get paid X amount of grands, millions, <laughs> Uh, to 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 fight or just to have an exhibition game of football or something like that, they'd do it. Hell who yeah, wouldn't you'd do, do it? it? Of course you'd do it. Me? Who 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 you gonna match me up with? I get in there for some money. I need a down payment on a house. There you go. <laughs> but, 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 every, but everybody, listen. It's fun. That's I don't. As long as you don't see it and they don't talk about it as though it's a real fight, I can have it. That's it. That's how it is. You yeah. Know? It, it is what it is. Um, also, I wanted to ask you in terms of like your with with your guys and training and health, nutrition and stuff like that. Sort of, how do you guys integrate uh, well hydrate into all of that? Do you know what is people for years, even back in, in when I was when I was boxing, we would just drink water when we're training. So originally, I think people didn't used to drink water, and then it became a phase where people understood what hydration does and what happens with your muscles when you start getting fatigued. The performance levels drop. So then we just started banging water down it. But then you're drinking loads of water and then you're just sweating it out. Mm -hmm. But when you're sweating it out, you're sweating out your salts as well. So with Wow Hydrate, what I do is I'll use the, uh, and fighters will, will use the electrolyte drink. Mm -hmm. So that's making sure you keep all your salts. It's replacing your salts. And so you don't get depleted. You don't start getting fatigued like you do. And then after training, they do the protein drink, mm -hmm. which has got the 20, 20, mil, uh, 20 grams of uh, collagen protein in there. Mm -hmm and you have that drink after training. Mm -hmm. It's very important to look after your body while you want, if you're wanting to have peak performance. And people don't understand what dehydration does. 
whether it's boxing or whether it's you know you're playing tennis or your football or anything like that you've got to make sure you, you're replacing your souls mm-hmm. because that people don't understand why they're feeling fatigued they just think they just put it down to oh because I've trained hard but it's not just that mm-hmm. it's, it's because of the salts that you're losing in your body and, and other things that, that has a knock on effect because of that mm-hmm. so really you know during performance it's the electrolyte and post performance and post training then it's the, the protein mm-hmm. I love their stuff honest to god I've, what's your favourite flavour? Um, I like the, the summer fruits yeah, I always get but do you know what the deliveries that I've had in the gym for the last two deliveries there's been, no, there's been no summer fruits because it, it's, it's, it's literally the most popular drink that they do <laughs> But I do like the orange one. For the, I think it's the orange for the protein and the tropical for the electrolyte. Yeah. The electrolyte, tropical, I can just chill and drink with. You know, like you'd, you'd have other drinks as, 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 as have flavour. But the lime and lemon, I think it's under... I think it's under, the, the lime one is underrated. But I can only drink that while I'm training. Mm. I don't... I'm, that's, not, that's not the one that I have as a go-to when I'm just knocking about. That's the tropical. But the lime, and, uh, the, the lime drink for the electrolyte is what I'm training. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. And it's got to be damn near frozen for me. I love how, nice and crisp, even slightly slushy. I love that. Really? Love it. Love it. No, I'll just have it chilled. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, lastly, Dave, have you heard of the Fight Picks game? No. You haven't heard of the Fight Picks game? No. Okay. Well, can I show it to you real quick? Just because I want you to pick. Hold this. Uh-uh. You said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's step forward. I feel like we're, we've moved backwards. You ready? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, Fight Picks game is an app. It's an app right. where you can go and, like, this card, and you can pick the winners of each fight, and you can pick how they win. So, okay. basically, what happens is, and it's an interactive thing, so you can literally compete with your friends and stuff, okay. but as you choose... Towards the end, whoever has the highest percentage, there's a thousand pound pool that you can. You win money. Win. You win money for free. You literally just play. Really? And you can win money. So I want to ask you who you see winning the main event. Are you okay? Are you comfortable with yeah. doing that? Okay. So let's. I'll just show you. See. So who will win? Who do you think wins? Or I'm does going. It go to a draw? I'm going with Boatsy. Okay. So we're gonna click Boatsy. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent of the people playing believe that he's gonna win. Okay. okay. See, it tells you right there. Right. Okay. Okay. So you go to continue. Now, how does he win? Stoppage. Okay, so TKO, KO. Because I think I think he, the development that he's going to show under. I'm, I'm excited for him to be working yeah. with Virgil. I just think that's such a good fit for him yeah. because he's a really good student in the game, and he will take on board what his coach is teaching him, and the knowledge that Virgil's got will nullify and counteract what Bolotnik's got. Yeah. So see, 89% of people believe that this fight is going to end via uh, knockout or stoppage. I mean, okay. knockout or TKO. So you go to continue. Obviously, will the fight go the distance? We're going to say no because yeah. you said no. Now you get to choose which round. Oh, okay. Which round do you think? Seven to nine. Okay. Fifty-three percent of the people agree with you. That is quite good. Seven, yeah, seven through nine. So then you just go to continue, and then you continue on with the rest of the card. And they have this for every card. And That's literally, really good. just based on whatever you pick, you could potentially win money so every time they do so every card you can every card and it doesn't cost you anything and you can win money yeah shit i'm (laughs) getting that (laughs) free money sort of god literally so hang on so hang on so how do they decide who gets the money it's based off of a percentage of who ranks the highest 
So then you, it's a thousand pound pool. So it doesn't, I don't know how much each person okay, will win, but five still P. win something. If, if, so, so if, if, so what happens if 2,000 is around this app and we all get it? giveaways as well. Sometimes we'll do money and like gloves and this and that, ah, depending on how okay. you rank. But, it's pretty good. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's free. So, something for nothing. It's literally like, it's fightpicksgame.com. Is it not an app app? There is an app only if you're in the UK. Oh, that's fine. I'm in yeah, the UK. Yeah, but fightpicksgame.com for people who aren't. I'm so not. is that a UK app? It's a UK app, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Shout out to know, people at Fight right? Picks. No, That's most wicked. People, most people don't know about it. And I was like, it's actually pretty cool. You should play. And you can actually play with your friends if you share each other's nice. username. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I'll get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask you on Fight Night what your picks are. You're going to have to yeah. let me know. That's pretty good. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see who, we'll see who has the, the highest percentage between okay. us two post-fight, yeah? Okay. 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 All right. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it as always. And um, good luck to you and the team this weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you post-fight. Cool. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. Bye, Fight fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.